and welcome to Biopod. Today I'm talking to Karen and Myred, who are two of the postgraduate administrators here at the University of Edinburgh. Hello, it's great to have you on. Hi there, thanks for having us. Hi Liz, thanks, yeah, thanks for having us here today. Great, so first of all, could you tell us a bit about yourself and what your role is at the university? Okay, so I'm Karen, I'm the postgraduate programme administrator for ICB and IQB3. Um, a few of you may know me through my uh, emails from Florence and Elmo, uh, my two uh, bags of trouble at home, mm-hmm. and my colleague, Myra. Yeah, I'm Myra, I'm the postgraduate programme administrator for IEB, IIIR and IMPS. work alongside Karen in the Marybrook building. Um, I too bore the students with mm-hmm. emails with pictures of Peggy and Arthur, my dogs. I have to say, it always cheers me up a bit when I see the emails that Karen sends me. <laughs> the dog and the cat. I love sharing them. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, the next thing I wanted to know is, so you both work as postgraduate administrators um, for SBS. Um, so what kind of resources do the postgraduate administrators provide for PhD students? So we provide induction information to the new students that are coming in with details of their milestones, um, the student handbook and just information about essential training that they initially need to um, take part in. Uh, we regularly um, update the Graduate School Wiki which has information for current PGR students and frequently asked questions, useful resources links. Uh, we give information um, sessions online, they have been online over the past couple mm-hmm. of years, and guidance on the milestone requirements. There's a weekly bulletin on a Wednesday which has details of news and training opportunities. And then obviously we, we send out emails with information and deadlines for their milestones. The recruitment web pages for prospective students are regularly updated with any new information that comes from either the university or college. And we try and send out as much information and um, information and updates on um, resources from the Institute of Academic Development, which usually align with the assessment milestones. There's also a facilitated support drop-in called Solidarity, where students can come along and chat about any concerns they have or, sh- or share um, problems with their peers and an academic. Brilliant. Sounds like you really provide quite a lot of things, huh? Yeah, we try to. Yeah. Always trying to improve things, aren't we, Karen? Yeah, we work closely with the, the um, staff student liaison committee mm-hmm. and our, our student within that with our student reps to um, listen to what they're telling us um, students want or need and we, we try and work together to bring some of that um, you know, feedback to back to our students. That's great. So you mentioned the Institute of Academic Development. Uh, would you mind giving us a brief overview of who they are and what they do? So IED are a department um, within the university and they run workshops and courses for all students but specific courses for PGR students on things like presenting posters, how to do your first year annual review, they do writing courses, 
um, and and also provide guidance and resources for um, students to help with all the milestones throughout their PhD. Yeah, and there's they've got a fantastic website and um, presence on the university web pages, um, which has sort of lists and lists of courses that are available and as Myrid says they provide lots of resources and information for um, doctoral students at every stage of their PhD so I really suggest that, that students as, as soon as they start bookmark the pages so that they can um, refer to these yep. um, pages you know um, all the time really um, yeah. and they, they mainly cover transferable skills, skills yeah. as Myrid was saying um, you know if you feel you've got a gap in anywhere in your, um, you know, your, your, your presentation or skills or your, um, you know, writing skills, um, check the IED web pages out, and they, they'll have some a workshop or some training for you. We do um, when there there's certain ones like before poster day, we'll send out information about uh, presenting your poster mm -hmm. workshop, um, which is very valuable, gives guidance on what your poster should include, the layout, etc. So, so that's a really useful one we find. But as Karen says, they give provide workshops on everything really mm -hmm. to do your PhD. Yeah, yeah, poster day is coming up soon for me. So yeah. <laughs> I'll be going to the poster day at the Institute of Academic Development session. Good. Uh, so changing tracks a bit, um, what would you say are some good strategies uh, and good tips to have a positive PhD experience? What have you heard from PhD students, have experienced yourself, etc.? Okay, so we, between myself and Myrid, we've got years of experience of, of supporting um, PhD students, and what we're hearing from students, you know, we, we hear similar, some similar threads yeah. year after year. Um, so. And certainly one of those is, is to recognise that every PhD is different. So try not to compare your experience or your success or your or how things are going in the lab to anyone else we know it's difficult but really that that is a good strategy yeah. to have your PhD is unique to yeah, you every project is individual isn't yeah. it so um, absolutely um, except from the very start that things may not always go to plan mm -hmm. um, there will be ups and downs and it's you know how you deal with the, the downs that will get you through um, have a good work-life balance um, make sure that you know you however tempting it is to, to stay in the lab till all hours um, make sure yeah. you have something um, to leave for that you enjoy doing I think um, that's very important yeah. especially after totally. I think we realize after the last couple of years we've all had that that's very um, important you know mm -hmm. and, yeah. and take some time to yourself but certainly um, what we would say for definite if you're struggling with any of them and with anything sorry um, Talk to whoever you feel comfortable talking to. It might be your, it might be your supervisor, it might be your committee chair, it might be your institute postgraduate advisor, it might be a lab colleague or a friend, um, one of the school's mental health first aiders, your student rep, or your um, postgraduate program administrator. Us, um, we are available in Marybrook, um, you know, Monday to Friday, in normal times, but online um, as well. Um, what we find is most concerns can be resolved successfully if, if you share them um, early enough um, and voice your concerns and, and you know, we, those people mentioned and ourselves will, will certainly work hard to, to help find a, a um, 
solution. A resolution, yeah. yeah, a solution that works for you. Now, I think one thing that's come up quite a few times in doing these PhD advice sessions is how, how to have a good relationship with your supervisor. So I was wondering if you have any tips or any advice for these kind of things. I think it's, it's down to mutual respect. And I think that some students maybe find it difficult to talk to their supervisor if, if they're in, encountering some sort of problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they see it as a failure or, or what the problem is, but I do know I get some students coming to me and the style of supervision maybe isn't suiting them, but they're not quite sure how to deal with that. So we would suggest that, that students talk to somebody before it gets to a stage where it's really affecting their health or, and, or the relationship. I am, one, one of the things I say to the students is that the supervisor might not be aware that the supervising style isn't the best for everybody in the lab. So unless they maybe approach the supervisor and explain how they're feeling, that supervisor can't change their ways. If there's a serious complaint about the supervisor, obviously she should come and see us and, and we can take that further. But often it's really just a slight clash of personality. It is tricky. I mean, we a lot of the student reps at the moment are looking to um, ensure that the, the prospective um, PhD applicants are aware of some of the questions they might ask before joining um, a particular lab. Um, so some of those questions may be around, you know, the, the, particular culture or, or supervisory style um, so knowing what you're going into to helps but um, as Myra says sometimes a supervisor isn't aware there's an issue and you know ultimately we all want you to successfully you know submit your, your PhD on time we've all got the same objective in mind um, so wherever issues have, have arisen um, we would say is, is come and talk to us or one of the, the people we've mentioned before um, your committee chair has a pastoral responsibility for, for you. Um, the Institute Postgraduate Advisor um, is an independent person who, uh, again, has a pastoral role for um, students within the Institute. And talk through your concerns and, of course, with us as well. And again, bring them up early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we have had experiences of, you know, this and um, we've been able to work together to resolve or find a mutually agreeable um, solution to, to the issues. Yeah, I think um, some students worry about going to their thesis committee mm-hmm. chair, their second supervisor or the postgraduate advisor because they have um, this idea that all the academics are friends mm-hmm. yeah. um, but they're professional people and they should be able to distinguish between any friendship and their role as a postgraduate advisor or their role as a thesis committee chair. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big factor of a student not approaching somebody else within the institute, mm-hmm. but that's something that really they need to put aside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess at the end of the day, it's, it's your whole thesis committee's goal for you to have a good PhD experience. Of course it is, yep. So they would hopefully try and, and do the best they can to make that happen. That's yeah. right, that's right. And we find as well, if, if 
really the relationship with the supervisor and the student is breaking down, you know, often the second supervisor can step in and play a more prominent role with, within this, you know, there, there is ways of getting around these issues yeah. if it gets to that point. Yeah. It's, ju- it's just saying again, it's just, you know, if someone doesn't feel right, do come and speak to us um, rather than, than let it go on for too long because mm-hmm. um, that won't have a, a positive outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, do try, you know, raise raise whatever is going on with us. The very action of just voicing your concerns as a student about uh, how things are going may be enough just to sort of put things in perspective. Um, so yeah, do do please come and see us. Yeah, great. So just I think to summarise, you'd say voice any concerns early um, yes. before yeah. it gets a problem and talk to anyone that you feel you can talk to. Yeah. And there yeah. are lots of different options available. Yes. Lovely. Um, so now to go to the other side of the coin, we've talked about what people can do to have a good PhD experience, um, but what would you say are some good strategies to avoid any pitfalls that you see? So things that you see happen frequently with people who struggle with a PhD or might not have the best experience? Okay, um, well, it's all too easy to focus exclusively on the end result, a finished PhD thesis. Um, we recommend you try to identify short-term goals. So your 10-week report, your yearly reviews, your online annual reviews, and that way you can you know, tick off as you're going along what you've accomplished. Um, we're aware that a PhD involves a lot of independent working. Students can become quite isolated. Uh, so we recommend that you keep in touch with your supervisor, your lab colleagues, mm-hmm. um, and peers, uh, keep in touch on a reg- you know regular basis, and also us, you know keep in touch with the postgraduate administrators. Um, if you've got any queries or or if you've got a, a little niggle, contact us and we can hopefully nip it in the bud. Um, and just like we. We said before, don't let concerns go on too long. If something doesn't feel right, talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots of different people, as we covered before, that you can go to um, to discuss your concerns. Brilliant. I think one thing that helped me a lot was to not just stay in touch with people in my lab, but also make friends with other PhD students in other labs. Yeah they're a bit removed from the exact thing I'm working on and can maybe provide a bit of a different view on things and a balanced view. Certainly and at the moment we know the student reps are trying to encourage a lot of institute based and also school based mm-hmm. events to in you know encourage meeting people from across the school. Yeah. Um, yeah so I think that's all going quite well. Yeah, no, it's been really great to do in-person things again. Yeah. Absolutely. The next thing I would wanted to ask as a sort of conclusion, final outlook, what would be your top tip or maybe top tips uh, to a new PhD student, so someone who's just started this year maybe? Okay, well, certainly we, we, we couldn't decide between us, Maya, could we, on one top tip. So we've, yeah. we've got a few that, that we've sort of gathered from from our shared experience of supporting um, postgraduate research students over the years. 
Um, so certainly one tip would be make a note of all the milestone deadlines. Um, these are given to you at the very start, almost the very first day, um, where everything's very overwhelming. So um, don't just you know file them away somewhere. Put them in your calendar, and it helps you keep track of um, where you are. Um, another tip is really don't think that you're expected to know everything from day one. Um, that is just you know not what's expected. Um, and as I've said before, it's trying not to compare your, yourself. The temptation is to, to obviously you want to talk and chat with all, lots of new students, but you'll find quickly that every student is on a sort of different, slightly different path, different funder, different project. I would also say um, watch out and read any emails that come in to you mm. from the graduate school and they may come from myself or Myred or may come from our um, generic inbox grad bio. Um, we generally only ever, well try only to, to email students with things that we think you want to read or may be of interest um, and it might even be guidance and advice on a milestone that's coming up so please do check your emails and, and read it and if something's not clear just get, get back in touch with us and um, that's absolutely fine as we, we said before bookmark the IED web pages and um, they're a wealth of information um, about various training workshops advice links resources for every stage of your PhD um, before you know it you'll be sort of in year two and year three so you want to keep that um, those pages handy um, and again you know if you're not sure about anything whether it's a week into your um, PhD whether it's a month whether it's two months whether it's six months whether it's a year if you're not sure about anything just please just ask us we you know no questions too small or too silly is it my no, we, we're happy <laughs> we'd rather um, answer it you know and get get the correct information to you than the you sitting wondering and mm. being thinking I don't I'm too scared, I don't really want to ask now, because I should have known that. I should have known that in my first week. You know, I don't <laughs> want to ask that now. Please do ask us. I hope we're not too scary. Um, um, do do get in touch with us. Um, between, as I said, between me and Myra, we've got lots of experience supporting students. Um, and, you know, it may be that, that something, you know, your question or your, your concern or anything you bring to us is similar to, to one in the past, and we, we sort of resolve that and we might be able to sort of help you um, draw upon those experiences of, of what's gone before. Um, and if we feel we can't help you, we would certainly pass you or point you on to someone who, who can. Mm. So that leads us very nicely into my next question, which is about what you two and the postgraduate administrators in general, what, what is it exactly that you do for PhD students? Okay, well, we provide administrative support for the students, uh, both PhD and MSc by research, from induction to award. Mm -hmm. um, and we're the main point of contact for student queries and pastoral concerns. Support the recruitment process for new students, from advertising the PhD projects to making the offers and answering offer holder queries of which there is often many. <laughs> uh, let's see, we organise assessment milestone events, for example, example poster day, third year talks, ethics training, um, and, and anything to do with them. And we monitor the student progress through the milestones and the annual reviews. 
So here are some examples of um, some of the support that we provide um, for our students. Um, we can provide advice around um, interruptions um, or extensions or leave of absences. Um, so if you've got any questions about these or um, you want to know a bit more about these, do, do get in touch with us. Uh, we also provide timely guidance and reminders um, as each assessment milestone comes up. So of course you'll have noted the date of the, the deadline or, or when um, a report's due, but we'll also send some more detailed guidance um, to help you plan for that milestone. Um, we can also provide student status letters on request. Uh, for example, if you, you need to something for your council tax or you're planning on um, applying for a, a visa to attend a, a conference or a post-presentation, we, we can help with that. Um, our colleague Andrea Schultz, um, who's also based in the Graduate School, can answer your queries around um, your stipend or your grant um, or any funding queries. Andrea um, is based in Marybrook as well, so um, do get in touch with her um, if you have any queries around the financial side of things. Um, we can signpost um, students to various um, support services around the university, for example, um, the counselling service, chaplaincy, Disability Office, the Advice Place, Student Immigration Service, the Career Service. Um, we have um, contacts that we can put you in touch with within each of these services, um, or we can talk through what um, they provide and talk through whether that might be a suitable mm -hmm. option for you. Um, and as well as all that, we, we, will, we do respond to a huge variety of, of queries from, from all of our students. Um, ranging from um, concerns over the lack of progress or illness that's impacting their um, PhD studies, um, problems with accommodation, um, you might want to look at um, accessing some of the, the top courses to complement some gaps in your, your PhD um, studies. We can help you with all of those um, queries and more, um, so do get in touch. Mm -hmm. Great, and now to our final thing. How can students get in touch with you if they have any of those questions? So we're based in the Mary Brook building um, and we're in the office Tuesdays and Wednesdays at, at this time. Appointments can be made. Um, you're unable just to drop in now just with certain restrictions, but appointments can be made Tuesdays and Wednesdays to see us in person. Mm -hmm. At any other times, we're available by email or by Microsoft Teams if you want a face-to-face -face meeting to discuss any issues. Yep, and certainly when we're in the on campus on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, if you prefer to meet us outside for a walk, um, we'd be very happy to go out and, and, and meet you or meet for a coffee if you'd prefer to, to meet outside somewhere. Just um, drop us an email. Perfect. Well, thank you so much um, for all the information that you brought us today, and I really hope that students um, now you know uh, are happy to come contact you and ask you about any questions they have thanks very much for having us yes thank you